I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. Hello, hello. How are you all doing? I hope and pray that you are well. <clears throat> Since I was with you, let's see. Yeah, August 28th, since I was with you, seems like a lot has happened. Um, I am well now. Um, you might hear some residual in my voice because I still have some uh, nasal 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 drip, I guess you would call it, clearing my throat. But um, I ended up uh, not feeling too good um, Thursday before last. Um, that was right after being on the air with, with you all that week. Um, came home from work, just felt tired and wiped out. I just thought I was just tired from the work week, that I had a demanding work week. Well, woke up on Friday, and I was literally just not feeling good. I was just sick. I was had, uh, well, I'm trying to remember what I, oh, what my symptoms were. I had a, a headache. I had body, not body aches, but my skin was aching. It was like my skin itself felt sore, Um kind of progress to um, nasal congestion and scratchy throat. Thankfully, no fever, no coughing, no um, loss of taste or anything like that. But anyway, um, I, um, you know, basically got a lot of rest. I pushed my fluids, pushed my juices, and um, pushed my supplements, my vitamins and and supplements that the ones that I normally take anyway um just to boost my immune system and um <clears throat> added my Qcertin cuz I don't normally take that unless I feel some kind of symptoms cold symptoms or something and usually that will just knock whatever symptoms I'm feeling right out um first sign of symptoms well this time it didn't it didn't do that um so I ended up um, just in full-on, full-on battle, full-on warfare. <laughs> I was praying uh, for myself. I was resting. Um, I ended up um, just on, in a in a prayer a prayer call with a, a young sister who actually called me for a different reason. On that following Monday, I believe it was. Excuse me, because I canceled the women's group 
on Sunday because I really just wasn't feeling up to it and because I didn't want to spread whatever it was I had going on. So sister called me on that following Monday needing support for another situation, and I just decided at that point that I was just going to do some serious prayer and warfare for her situation as well as mine. Because interestingly, my girls, who are not even in the same city or state, had also been battling sickness. My daughter was battling symptoms. My grandbaby had been sick um, um, not quite the full week before, but around the 24th of August, she came home. She actually came down with a fever. So I said, Lord, whatever's going on, I'm not, we're not having it. We're not accepting it. And so I did me, you know, those things and just began to declare and decree and pray and war and um, push and started to feel better. Like the that night, actually, that night. And um, so here I am, here I am. I did share on our um, Facebook page a praise report right after that because I thought this to me was major, you know. I like to share the good things of the Lord, and this was major because right when I finished the prayer call with this sister, you know, and my voice was trying to go out on me even while I was praying, and I just kept pressing through and pushing But then I felt impressed in my spirit, like the Lord told me to put on some music, you know, that I needed to do some warfare through praise and worship music. And I said in my mind, well, Lord, um, my stereo system hasn't, I haven't been able to get it to work right ever since they packed my house out and, and repacked my, you know, brought everything back. They did something and damaged my system, and I had tried several times to get it hooked up and working and, you know, wasn't my area of expertise, um, but I can usually do the basics, and Chris used to be the one to handle those kind of things, but I do know how to connect things, but I had tried and I couldn't get it to work, and I listened, though um, I was obedient, and I just said, okay, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to mess with it again. And see, uh, you said to turn it on, so I'm going to mess with it. So I went over and um, turned it on and started pressing buttons and messing with things. And before before too long, then I got um, I got the signals to come in that said to you know that it was reading my disc. It was a, this is an old system. Um, Chris had it when he met me, so. Um, he had already had it when he met me, and that was back in the 90s. <laughs> I like the old stuff, y'all. I really do. I like the old stuff. It is, like, better made, more better quality. I don't like this newfangled sensitive stuff that breaks on you um, at the drop of a dime. But anyway, um, it said it was reading my disc, and... Um, then I couldn't, I only got sound on one of my speakers, so I kept on playing with the speaker wires until I figured out that they weren't uh, connected properly. And the next thing you know, I had all four of my speakers booming. Yes, when I say booming, I mean booming because 
at that point, it was on. It was on. It was on. I was being my own DJ. I had at least three CDs already in there that I had tried to, you know, play before. So I started listening and rocking to uh, Donnie McClurklin. Oh, search me, Lord. Come on and search me, Lord. Here's what I want you to do. Shine the light from heaven on my soul. Oh, yeah, I got the rock into that. Next thing you know, Fred Hammond came on. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, we lift our hands in praise. I, I don't even know all the words to that one because it was one that I hadn't heard in years. I'm telling you, I was like so happy. It took me way, way, way back to the early years of Christianized marriage and how we used to just, um, oh, man, I I can't even remember now some of the songs that were coming on. I was like, oh, you know how some of y'all, some of of y'all may remember how when, when you used to go party and you hear that certain song that you just, everybody really likes and people just go, oh, that's my song, kind of a deal. Well, that's what I was doing with my Fred Hammond songs. He was he was singing a combination of old stuff and his stuff that was new at the time. Of course, it's not new now. But I was like, I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. And then he would go into something new and, oh, I was dancing in here, okay? I was dancing. I was clapping my hands. I was singing. And then uh, Cece came on. Cece Winings. I know I'm telling my age, you know what, but I do not mind because me and Jesus was having a good old time. I had tears in my eyes. I began to praise the Lord and thank the Lord for his goodness. I just began to dance. And do you know what? Praise and worship is a form of warfare. Not only is the Lord worthy of praise, but it pushes back the powers of darkness. Satan cannot stand authentic praise. He cannot stand it. So infirmity cannot stay where there is praise. Okay? Depression cannot stay where there is praise. You know, um... Uh, discouragement cannot stay where there is praise going on. The two don't exist. They don't coexist. So I played my music. I turned it up loud. I said, I don't care if my neighbors hear it because I usually am not stirring up things around here and making no ruckus anyway. We're pretty good about things like that over here. I played that stuff over and over until until I went to bed that night, until I got tired. And I said to myself, you know what, thank you, Jesus, because music had been basically robbed from my house for more than a year. It was actually more than a year because that that flood situation had happened, I want to say, like in um, April, started in April of the of 22, I believe it was April of 22, 
And, yes, that was more than a year, okay? But I just gave the Lord praise, and I just wanted to share that praise report that I listened to the voice of the Lord, and I went and worked on my stuff and got it to work in. (laughs) So I'll be back after the break with more of the COVID-related part two. Right, shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness, to create soldiers for the army of the Lord, and to impact our communities. We are home-based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72 Waldorf, Maryland, 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls, and we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, people. I am back. And I was telling you my praise report and how um, I got my stereo system to work and the Lord blessed me and helped me to do that. And I was just rocking and having me a good old time. And I really think that that gave me the boost that I needed. It gave me the lift and the boost that I needed in my spirit, which lifted my physical um, 
my physical body as well. So take a lesson from me. (laughs) Music has been a huge part of my life, and it seems that uh, after Chris left and I started facing one attack after the other, that music, to that degree anyway, was uh, robbed. Um, I was robbed of that pleasure. So, having said that, now let me pick up where I left off last week. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I started talking to you about the latest, or should I say, the COVID-related buzz, basically, the latest COVID buzz that I've been hearing. And I was trying to get through a couple of articles, and one of them that I got through most of was this article about the WHO, the World Health Organization. And I'm pretty sure that I was letting you all know that there were some meetings, some meetings scheduled to take place the first week of September um, where they're trying to basically evaluate and, and, and push their agenda to have the world and everyone all the all the nations come under one system under the WHO's system and um man you know get everybody vaccinated because things have not gone like they um expected them to go they hadn't met their goals uh, they weren't on target um with with their plans. So um, I'll just quickly just recap. Um, Their spokesperson was saying things like this. Um, Well, let me tell you the name of the spokesperson again, just as a recap. In Kingasong, in Kingasong, He's the spokesperson. He's like uh, a higher-up person um, in all of this. And he was talking about uh, he's the head of the new Federal Bureau for Global Health Security and Diplomacy. New Federal Bureau for Global Health Security and Diplomacy. And uh, some of the things that he exposed and mentioned was this. The best path to getting massive increases in injections. This is what he feels is the best path to getting massive increases in injections. Mind you, there are still horrible, horrific side effects to these jabs. They're calling them injections. They're calling them vaccines. I'm still calling them jabs. Okay, um, and and the article that is written by Matt Staver with the uh, Liberty Council is also calling them japs. <laughs> but he says in some African countries, interesting in my opinion, in some African countries such as Uganda, 
mass vaccination campaigns at places like bars have been shown to be effective in improving vaccine uptake. Quote, get a few drinks in people and then give them the jab. This is, I believe, I believe that's Matt's interpretation of what he is saying. Get a few drinks in people and give them the jab. This is this, this is this guy's perspective. This leader of this global, uh, I mean, that's just as bad as when they were offering people Krispy Kremes and incentives and financial incentives and giving pastors um, money, $500, you know, to encourage their congregations to get jabbed, to get vaccinated, as they say. Like, that in itself is wicked. That in itself is wicked since when, people? He also wants to engage faith-based organizations to encourage congregations and communities to get vaccinated. Well, they they already were doing that. They already used so-called faith-based organizations. I don't know what faith they have or who, who their faith truly was in because it certainly wasn't in God for any pastor that professed Christ, that professed Christianity, to push this wickedness, this this evil, this harmful, um, manufactured mess on 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 anybody. Um, the article goes on to say Adolf Hitler and Margaret Singer did the same thing. And come to think of it, so did Joe Biden. Sadly, many religious leaders and churches were part of a Biden-run coalition to spread the safe, in quotes, and effective, in quotes, lies. Uh, safe and effective. The narrative kept changing. The story kept changing because at first everything was safe and effective. But from my memory, then that began to change because one of the very first persons who got jabbed on national television um, passed out. And then we never heard from her again. In front of the world, she passed out. A a volunteer, someone who was excited to be used as a guinea pig, and we never heard from her again. There was never any follow-up on her status, okay? Then after that, the VAERS reports, the V-A-E-R-S, I believe is how you say it, the VAERS reports from the CDC's own websites began to um, tell of the the thousands, not not hundreds or even fifties or 15-ish, I had done some research way back then when all this was going on, and I had looked at and read about how that in times past, whenever they were uh, working on a vaccine, a true vaccine, if there were reactions, if there were serious reactions especially, even to the tune of like 15-ish, like 15, 19, somewhere in that, they would stop they would stop the program 
basically and go back to the drawing board. Well, when this stuff hit, there were people in the hundreds, like off the cuff, and then that climbed to the thousands in no time, but they still refused to stop it, okay? Then at one point, they did have to pull one of the companies, I can't remember now if it was the Pfizer or which one it was, they had to stop it for a season because of the heart attacks, because the cardiac issues, the blood clot issues that started uh, manifesting. And so they were forced to stop it only long enough for them to acknowledge that it is, in fact, causing these problems and for them to just add a disclaimer to it so that people would know that it's causing these problems, but not to pull it and fix it. Pull it, declare it unsafe, and go back to the drawing board. Okay? So Biden said safe and effective. And just kept on lying and saying that. And then it went from, oh, it'll keep you from getting COVID. It'll keep people from passing COVID and transferring COVID, you know, to, no, it won't keep you from getting it, but it'll keep you from being as sick. It'll keep you out of the hospital. Then that even had to change because people were not only still getting it after being jabbed, they were getting it multiple times, and people were still going to the hospital. And the cardiac arrests have gone through the roof as far as the pilots that I was telling you all about last week or two weeks ago. The numbers are in the, the $4,000, 4000 uh, not dollars, 4000 uh, range compared to like five years ago, four or five years ago when they were only in the low 100s or maybe 200s in one year. Now they're in the 4000 range, the death toll of pilots just dying who've been jabbed after after they've been jabbed and while flying, okay? But Joe Biden them still keep saying safe and effective, all right? Uh, I just wanted to kind of recap a little bit of last week in case you missed it. Um, please go back and listen to the whole thing. But I do want to get in some of the other information that I was trying to share. And so I'm going to pick up after the break Another article also from Matt Staver with Liberty Council called We Are Back at the High Court. I'll be back, y'all. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. To lose weight, we know that each day we need to burn more calories than we take in through eating. And exercise burns more calories. According to Discovery Health, a 150-pound person will burn about 60 calories while taking a one-hour nap. 
one hour of sitting and watching television burns about the same. But if that 150-pound person takes a one-hour brisk walk, then say goodbye to more than 250 calories. Cardio exercise like running, biking, swimming, and brisk walking are the best modes of exercise to burn the highest amount of calories and will get the endorphins flowing in your body. Those feel-good neurotransmitters boost your mood naturally. So use exercise to burn calories, lose weight, and to feel good. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. <laughs> A black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose, and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from AuthorHouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like Amazon.com. A black nurse. <laughs> I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, so I'm back. And I want to jump into this other article. This article was uh, sent to me August 15th. <clears throat> it's still relevant, though, because even today, was it today? I believe, yes, today, um, during my lunch break, I got I listened to a few minutes. I didn't get to watch the whole thing because my break isn't long enough, but I listened to a few minutes of a woman testifying, I believe she was testifying before Congress, about her experience, um, her horrible, nightmarish experience after receiving one of the Pfizer um, vaccines, a.k.a. jabs, okay? Um, because I wasn't thinking about the show at the time, I was just listening. Um, I didn't write down any of the details, but from what I recall, she had one of the shots, one of the jabs, and within an hour of getting it, um, she started to manifest serious symptoms, okay, that ended up basically causing her heart to stop. She 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 used medical terms that I was familiar with. Basically, her heart rate. She went into SVT, 
um, ventricular tachycardia. Um, she ended up having to be revived like seven times. Um, her heart rate was up in the 250-plus range. She ended up having to have some sort of a defibrillator put into her um, into her chest to keep her heart rhythm right. But even with that, she still has major complications. Um, she mentioned something that I didn't quite I didn't quite catch, so I won't even try to repeat it. But it, it's causing her blood cells to um, they're not forming properly. And so it causes her to have like, um, she didn't really describe it as bruising, but it seems like she gets like red blotches all over her body and she's um, fatigued a lot. And so that's all I heard before I had to go back, you know, to to work. So um, even though this article came out August 15th, the issues surrounding this article are still very much, very much alive and happening, okay? And so this article says, we are back at the high court, and they go on to explain the fact that they are representing, they are representing uh, some some doctors. Matt Staver, Liberty Council, they're representing some doctors, in some situations, and they're describing a couple of situations. One doctor, and I'm reading directly from the article, is a world-famous epidemiologist, epidemiologist, okay, who warned about the dangers of the COVID shots. This is a world-famous epidemiologist, okay, that to me, I believe, means a doctor who studies the transmission of of diseases, okay, who warned about the dangers of the COVID shots. The other doctor took the jab to keep his job. Now, one of them had her license to practice suspended and has been ordered to undergo a psychiatric exam while the other is physically debilitated and unable to practice even if he wanted to. So they're contrasting two doctors here. One warned about the dangers of the COVID jab are being punished for that. Had their license to practice suspended and have been ordered to undergo a psychiatric exam for disagreeing for disagreeing the other one took the jab to keep his job and is physically debilitated and unable to practice now anyway it says liberty council is taking maine governor janet mills to the u.s supreme court today that was back on August 15th. We are filing with the high court on one of the nation's most important cases involving health care workers. They're asking for urgent help to ensure justice is restored. They go on to say, this 
doctor, Dr. Merrill Nass, has been a practicing physician for over 40 years. In addition to her regular practice treating Maine's citizens, Nass also is a noted biological warfare epidemiologist known for developing a model to determine if epidemics are natural or man-made. Well, this one, according to the research and the doctors and the different ones who were speaking out against it, and it even was later, much, much, much later confirmed, was a man-made virus. It was potentiated. They took a virus and worked on it, worked on it, worked on it through gain-of-function research and made it more mean, made it more dangerous. Okay? Well, this is apparently something that she did as part of her life's work. She developed a model to determine if epidemics are natural or man-made. Long before COVID, Dr. Nass had testified before Congress no less than six times and to several state legislators on bioterrorism. That's exactly what the Lord dropped in my spirit when I started hearing about this whole COVID thing. I said, Lord Jesus, he dropped it in my spirit. This is biochemical warfare. Biochemical warfare, that's what this is. That's what we were that's what we were subject to. Okay? She said uh it says she had testified before Congress and to several state legislator legislators on bioterrorism. Gulf War Syndrome, and Vaccine Safety. She has consulted for the World Bank, the Government Accountability Office, and the U.S. Director of National Intelligence regarding the prevention, investigation, and mitigation of chemical and biological warfare and pandemics. So, so this is a doctor who knows her stuff. Okay, so they go on to say that she has impeccable, impeccable credentials, more qualified on epidemics than most other doctors and certainly more qualified than those on Maine's medical licensure board. Forty years. She's also known, well-known in the medical community for successfully treating challenging cases of chronic, undiagnosed illnesses. In her 42 years of practice, Dr. Ness has never been charged with or even accused of malpractice. That's a very good track record. Nor did any of Dr. Ness' patients file any complaints about her treatment of COVID or COVID shot injuries. So she treated patients who had been injured by the COVID jabs, as well as people who had just got infected with COVID. 
but because she didn't go along with the narrative, because she refused to repeat and say what Dr. Anthony Fauci or Governor Janet Mills' unscientific treatment orders um, required, the medical board suspended this world-famous doctor's medical license. Suspended her license. I heard story after story of doctors. Um, Governor DeSantis did an awesome panel with hundreds of doctors who had put their careers and their reputations on the line, who had been penalized, who had been um, blackballed. Some of them, like this doctor, had been suspended. Some of them had been threatened with suspension, had to go before boards because they refused to go along with the narrative because of their own experience and wisdom told them, nah, this is not safe. In a five-page order, Maine's Board of Licensure in Medicine informed Dr. Nass that her license was being temporarily suspended and that she must undergo psychological examination because of her statement that the COVID shots have serious safety issues and are ineffective at stopping infection and transmission of the virus. Facts. Facts. I mean, their own website. Now they're saying for people to ignore the own the VAERS reports. They put the VAERS reports on the CDC's website, but they're now telling people to just ignore the VAERS reports. because they want to continue to push the narrative. I'll be back. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day. Not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at authorhouse.com. This show's host page Amazon.com and any major bookstore overcoming sexual abuse. Welcome back to 
I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, people. I sat there and listened to the break, and I was distracted because I'm thinking about what I'm saying to you all. I'm thinking about what I'm reading here, and it actually just brought tears to my eyes. It disturbs me. This literally disturbs me, the world that we are living in now, and that physicians, doctors, medical people, can be so evil that they will punish, round up people, and persecute them when the facts are staring them in the face they don't care. This is a crazy time. This is a crazy time. It's because these people have no morals. They have no moral compass. They are evil. Okay? This is some Adolf Hitler crap, the same kind of a mindset. Let me finish reading this to you and see if I can calm myself down. The board said, in the interest of public health and safety, in quotes, it may compel a physician to submit to a mental or physical examination upon a complaint or allegation that the physician is or may be unable to practice medicine with reasonable skill and safety to patients by reason of a mental illness, alcohol intemperance, excessive use of drugs, narcotics, or as a result of a mental or physical condition interfering with the competent practice of medicine. So they used that to say this doctor who is world-renowned and has impeccable credentials needs to submit to a psychological exam. Not fitting any of these criteria, but trying to say, I guess, trying to imply that she's not mentally well for disagreeing with the narrative. Matt goes on to say, Dr. Merrill Ness isn't crazy, nor did she invent the idea that the shots are ineffectual and dangerous. She didn't make that idea up. She didn't create that narrative herself. Okay? The U.S. government's own vaccine injury reporting database, VAERS, what I keep mentioning to you, V-A-E-R-S, lists over 1.5 million cases of Americans who have been injured by the COVID shots. Oh, it makes my blood boil. It makes my blood boil when I did some research on this. Like I said, they would stop the program. If there was 15 people or 19 people who had been injured, they would stop it and deem it unsafe, and go back to the drawing board. This lists over 1.5 million cases of Americans who have been injured 
And they say, in fact, the number of COVID shot injuries reported is greater than the sum of all other vaccine injuries combined since 1990. Come on, somebody. Don't tell me that this isn't pure evil, that this isn't wickedness. You'll never be able to convince me that it's not. It's 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 money. The love of money is the root of all evil. It's a desire for control. It's a desire to actually, in my opinion, harm and minimize the human race. I don't think they're coming out straight out and telling us this, although some have said it in other ways. Some of the people that are backing of the, backing this stuff have said it in other ways, just like Hitler, just like Margaret Sanger. They voiced it in other ways, reasons, justifications for destroying human lives. These people are doing the same exact thing, but just lying about the reason. I've gotten worked up. I've gotten worked up. As a minister, as a nurse, I am troubled and furious to read this this stuff. I was going to call it something else. Let's see if I can get the other doctor's story in here before we run out of time. This this section is titled, The Worst Decision He Ever Made. Dr. David thought he was doing the right thing to protect himself and his patients when he took the Pfizer COVID jab on December 23, 2020. <laughs> that decision nearly cost him his life. Within 30 minutes of taking the shot, Dr. David's face began burning and he felt faint. Within the next 24 hours, his face, tongue, and limbs went numb. His head felt like it was exploding and his chest dangerously tightened. The symptoms only grew worse. Sounds kind of like what the lady was describing that I told you I was listening to at the job today. Uh, To this day, I do not have a diagnosis. He doesn't have a diagnosis, an actual diagnosis, and have not found physicians in my community who know anything about what has happened to me, says Dr. David. I have reported my symptoms multiple times to VAERS, Pfizer, the FDA, CDC, with no response. This is how much they care. This is how much these devils care about people. Safe and effective, supposed to be for the best interest of public health. No response. Dr. David remains in constant pain with uncontrollable muscle spasms and tremors that prevent him from living a normal life, let alone practicing medicine. Neither Dr. David nor any of the doctors treating him know if he will ever recover. These sound like some of the stories and videos that started coming out um, 
I can't remember if it was 2020 or 2021, there was numerous videos that started coming out of people who had taken one of the jabs and ended up with, um, uh, what was it like? Oh, Lord Jesus, I don't want to misquote it. I want I wanted to say stuff like Tourette's or Parkinson-type symptoms, where people were basically just shaking, shaking and lost the use of their physical bodies. And and uh, there were some of those other, um, was it Gillian Guillain-Barre syndrome? And, I mean, just horrible videos of people telling their stories. Okay, Dr. Nass' license has been suspended. Dr. Nass, okay, now they're back to talking about Dr. Nass. Since November 2021, temporarily suspend her license. Since 21, November 2021, that's almost two years. We're in September right now of 23. Her situation is just another example of the medical tyranny that continues across our country, and especially in Maine, where Governor Mills decreed that any medical professional who broke the governor's preferred COVID protocols would lose their license to practice medicine. So far, Mills has suspended at least three doctor's licenses for making disparaging comments about the shots. She has taken away someone's lifetime career, someone with impeccable credentials, who has never had a malpractice lawsuit, and others for making disparaging comments about the shots. If that ain't wicked, if, 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 if you cannot see another agenda associated with that, you, my friends, are blind. Mills has also put an untold number of highly trained nurses and medical professionals out of work. On October 29, 2021, Governor Mills decreed that medical professionals in Maine must be fully vaccinated to continue working. The governor's orders specifically denied even federally required religious accommodation exemptions. As a result, if a doctor's office, hospital, or even a nursing home granted just one federally required religious exemption, the governor would strip the facility of its license, shutting down the entire facility. Oh, my goodness. Is she... Is this this person going to have to answer to God one day? Because so many people don't see him, physically experience him, believe in him. They think that they're going to get away with this kind of these kind of atrocities. People people don't even think about the fact that someone like Hitler Someone who did the things that Hitler did and those that helped him do the things that he did, they still have to answer before God. they got to give an account of the things that they've done in this life, just like you or just like I. And according to Scripture, hell has different degrees of torment. Just like there's different rewards in heaven for those that make it to heaven, for the saints that make it to heaven, there's different rewards in heaven. There are different degrees of torment in hell. 
for people that do this kind of evil. Okay. Um, I could read more, but I'm running out of time. But basically, I'm letting you know that the Liberty Council are representing these doctors. They're representing these doctors. They're telling their stories. They're asking for our help to support their efforts because they don't charge their clients. They take these cases um, for free and rely on donations and support. Go to Liberty Council and support. Go to Liberty Council. They're a 501c3 tax-exempt non-profit organization. Uh, you can find them online, Liberty Council. I'm out of time. This is the latest COVID buzz. Be safe, be prayerful, trust God. Don't lean to your own understanding. All you need is acknowledge for direct. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones on Toginet. Ladies, this is your chance to join us for stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet, in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is a straight-up show to enlighten and to lighten your load. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. For more information on Diane and her book, go to her show page here on Toginet and email her directly. Then, get set to join us here again next Monday night for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com.